This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There comes a time in everyone's life. When talk is cheap. And it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to Astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management. For environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Will Harris into the game for the Astros. Right-hander, 3-2. That's bounced softly right side. Fielded by White. He'll go to second for one. Bregman on the first in time for a double play. 3-6-1 on the twin killing. But a big double play for the Astros to get out of the inning, it appears. Okay, welcome back to Astros. This is Steve Sparks ahead of a three-game series with the Texas Rangers. And uh, just wanted to touch base uh, on that game you played a couple hours ago, AJ. <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, it was a good win. Uh, one of the biggest moments in that game, I thought, and you use him in these moments a lot, Will Harris getting the double play on Cole Calhoun, but he's your troubleshooter, isn't he? He is. He's kind of my, you know, they, they joke with me that he's my panic button. Anytime <laughs> that I'm concerned about something, I push the button and yeah. Will Harris is up and he's in the game. But he does a good job of, of maintaining his composure, coming in and getting outs. and. And, you know, that game was really weird yesterday. We had a comfortable lead. It felt like we were in complete command of the game. And then all of a sudden, a bad defensive play, a walk. Uh, they, they started to develop an inning where a big swing could have made it very, very interesting. So I go to Will, get him in the game. He gives up the 0-2 hit to pull holes, um, which was, you know, a little bit bad selection, bad location. And then the next next guy is Calhoun, and all of a sudden you're in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. And Otani's on the bench. We know he can come off at any time. And, and Will induces a, uh, a really creative 3-6-1 double play, which, which takes a lot into, into play. It takes Whitey getting the ball cleanly to Bregman, Bregman hitting Harris on the run for the bang-bang out at, at first base. And that, that really limited their, their momentum coming back from a 6-0 deficit. He stops it at 6-2. Uh, you know, we end up having our other boys in there ready to pitch, and, and we come out of it with a win. You let a lot of your pit starting pitchers, a lot of your pitchers finish their innings, mm-hmm. but it seems like when Wade Miley's out there, you bring in another Louisiana guy to, to clean up his <laughs> Yeah, bats, they're, right? like, they're like BFFs, so they, they they are around each other all the time. I don't do that on purpose, but I, <laughs> um, you know, mostly like, like the matchup when I can when I can get it, and, right. and we joke with Wade, we want him to finish his own innings. I took him up to 110 pitches or 111 pitches the previous start. When I took him out yesterday, he thought he was in the fifth inning. He thought he was around 60, 70 pitches. I said, no, Wade, you're in the sixth inning. You're in a lot of, you're in a big jam, and you're up to 95 pitches. So um, take a seat, have Will come in and clean up the mess, and, and, and off we went. All right, it's a good win, uh, not just for the team, but for you. 
435 wins now, tied for second all-time mm -hmm. Astros franchise managerial wins with Larry Durker. Yeah. What does that mean to you? Well, you know, I, I, I don't even know how to really respond because I, yeah. I've i never really put it in perspective, but you start mentioning names like Larry Durker in, in, in next to mine. And, um, you know, I don't know. I think as, I, as my career develops and, and I look back and um, I see what we're able to accomplish. I, I think I'll appreciate it even more. But Larry Durker did so much in this organization yeah. on so many levels. So, so being next to him and hopefully passing him tonight would be, uh, you know, would be something I, I, I would rarely think about, but I would dream about. Well said. So um, you guys get in early wee hours of the morning, uh, day break, and, and you guys get back and you get back out here. And you mentioned we were talking about yesterday. A lot of times in these situations, you don't feel it. Uh, yeah. Until the second game right. back, is it? You feel that way? Yeah, I hope, you know, I'd like us to win in nine innings tonight and, and play pretty quickly and get yeah. get back to bed and and try to catch up a little bit. We changed time zones. Uh, you know, we, we played a good game. I think the, the, the energy was really good last night. It'll be good tonight. We have a tough matchup. You know, when you have JV versus minor, you kind of expect a low-scoring game. So I, But I, I know our guys will show up, but I, I, you know, you hate being on the West Coast at midnight knowing you're going to see the sunrise when you land. And, you know, most of our guys probably didn't get to their – their houses, their apartments until probably 6, 6.30. They sleep fast. We have a late day. We're not going to do any field work. We'll get out there, strap it on at 7 o'clock. I looked at your bench today when you when you posted the lineup. Uh, Brantley and Reddick, a couple of your fossils you take care of. After <laughs> yeah, time. yeah, and also minor. You know, if, if, if we'd been facing a righty, I would have probably played at least one of them, but I um, you know, I, I just feel like you know you have to pay, pay close attention to your players. I know them well. Um, the energy that Tony Kemp provides, that Jake Marisnik can provide, that Miles Straw can provide on a day like this makes a lot of sense to me. Minor really, really hard on left-handed hitters. Uh, I didn't like the swings that I saw out of our of those guys against Minor uh, in the in the three times that we faced them before tonight and. Um, all that leads to a decision to, to play it smart. And, you know, maybe one of those guys gets a base hit off the bench to, to help us win, or maybe they get a full day off. You look smart uh, again a couple of days ago, giving Jordan Alvarez mm -hmm. out of the lineup after some swings you saw that looked uh, maybe a little tired chasing. Uh, he responded well. Yeah, he did, and he had some rockets. I mean, those were those were crushed. And I, and I, and I think in, as, as much as, you know, I get asked every time I, I put a player on, on the bench, I get asked, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? You know, everybody, from yep. the media to the players to the to my my daughters. I mean, everybody <laughs> everybody questions when you sit a player that everybody loves watching. But yeah. uh, pay close attention to how they perform after after a day off. They look a little more refreshed. They look mentally um, a little bit less drained and and. And it's proven year in and year out that these guys need rest. They're men. They're not machines. All right. Get some coffee. Get a big win tonight. You got it. Sounds good. Back with more Astro Lunch right after this. Baseball season is back. And if you're at Minute Maid Park, head on over to the new Love Street Bar behind Home Plate for a wide selection of Carbach beers, including Love Street Blonde, Hopadillo IPA, and the Astros' very own Crawford Bach. Or visit us sometime at the brewery where we're open seven days a week. Learn more at carbachbrewing.com or find us on social media at Carbach Brewing. For the first time in Astros franchise history, 16 members will be honored as the first class of inductees into the official Astros Hall of Fame. Fans are welcome to celebrate this occasion throughout Hall of Fame weekend presented by Houston Methodist at Minute Maid Park August 2nd through 4th. 
Today, longtime broadcaster Bill Brown salutes Astros legend Don Wilson. The Astros had a strong connection to Louisiana in the 1960s. They scouted and signed two of the best pitchers in their history from that state just a short time apart. Don Wilson came first, signing as a 19-year-old in 1964. By the end of 1966, he was winning his major league debut. In 1967, Wilson began a run of eight straight seasons in double digits and wins. And 1967 was the year he spun the first of his two no-hitters, as described by Gene Elston. Two outs, top of the ninth. Wilson with a no-hitter. Nobody on base. Aaron back in again now. Wilson looks at the scoreboard. Rocks back. Here's the 2-2 pitch. Ball high and outside. Well, the count is full to Aaron, 3-2. Mac Jones will bat next if Aaron should get on. And Aaron was walked his last time. One of the three bases on balls that Wilson has given up today. Ball three, strike two on Aaron. Two outs, ninth inning. Here's the pitch by Wilson. Fly ball foul. No play. Aaron got under that one and lifts it deep up into the mezzanine, back a third. So this will give everyone a few seconds breather here now as Adlis walks out toward the mound and roughs up a new ball for Wilson. 22-year-old right-hander Don Wilson has pitched eight and two-third innings of no-hit ball against the Braves. Top of the ninth, and he's full up on Aaron. And here comes that 3-2 pitch. He got it! It's all over! A swing and a miss, and Wilson has pitched a no-hitter. Well, there's no need to tell you that that young fella is being mobbed. Everybody out of that Houston dugout. In 1968, Wilson tied the Major League record at that time for strikeouts in a game against Cincinnati. 17 strikeouts for Wilson, and one more out to go. He has a one ball, one strike count on John Bench. Look over to third. Here's the pitch by Wilson. Ball outside, two balls, one strike. Sandy Koufax struck out 18 San Francisco Giants in 59, 18 Chicago Cubs in 1962. Here's the pitch now. Swing and a miss. Two balls, two strikes. Two outs, ninth inning. Well, it's got down to the point now whether Don can get number 18 in the strikeouts. He can tie the major league record. Here's the pitch to Johnny Bench. High and outside, a full count of three balls, two strikes. Oh, you wouldn't believe the weather we're getting here amid all this excitement. Wind ball rain is really coming down. Here's the windup in the three and two pitch to Johnny Bench. He got him. 18 strikeouts. And Don Wilson becomes the fourth pitcher, actually the third pitcher, the fourth time in the history of the major leagues to strike out 18 batters in a nine-inning ball game. Wilson's second no-hitter came in 1969. He was inspired by the game the night before, when Jim Maloney no-hit the Astros, and the Reds piled it on, winning 10 to nothing and throwing out some verbal taunts to rub it in. Here's Tommy Helms with two outs runner first base. Helms has struck out twice tonight. He went down swinging in the second and also in the seventh inning, and in between he flied out to Jim Wynn in center field. Two outs, Perez struck out. Bench fly to center. Wilson has just lost Whitfield. And now here's Tommy Helms, right-handed batter, stretched by Wilson. Here's the pitch to Helms. This is going to be it. He's got it. Doug Rader, foul territory. It's all over. And Don Wilson has just pitched a no-hitter against the Cincinnati Reds on back-to-back no-hitters by Jim Maloney and Don Wilson. And it's all over on Tommy Helms to Doug Rader, and he is being mobbed out by the mound. Boy, I've seen this scene before, only it's the gray suits 
out there tonight. Wilson had a good shot at a third no-hitter in 1974, but manager Preston Gomez pulled him after eight no-hit innings for a pinch hitter. Wilson was trailing in the game 2-1 to one because the Reds put together two walks and an error. Coincidentally, Pete Rose reached on the error. It was Rose who scored the only run after two errors on Veda Pinson's grounder and Ken Johnson's losing no-hitter in 1964. Before the 1975 season arrived, Don Wilson died of carbon monoxide poisoning at age 29 in an accident that also killed his young son Alexander. Wilson finished with a 104-92 and record in his career with 20 shutouts. Oh, that other pitcher the Astros signed from Louisiana five years after Wilson was J.R. Richard. That's a story for another time. Don Wilson is a member of the 2019 Astros Hall of Fame inaugural class presented by Houston Methodist. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team and our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS.